Welcome to Holistic, podcast where we learn about Jesus from head to toe. We know that he is with us, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. Happy New Year! Woo! 2023! I wish I had one of those little, um, what are they called, the little party party things. <laughs> That's all I can think that you blow for a new year. I don't know if that would be too loud, but I wish I had one. But I am wishing you a happy new year. I pray that 2023 is a great year for you. And, you know, maybe you've had a bad 2022. So you are really happy to be done with 2022 and to move on. And maybe especially since we just had Christmas, sometimes as much as we love it, It can kind of be overwhelming, right? Maybe we've just overeaten, we have overindulged ourselves, we've overspent, and so, and then there's just kind of um, change, which is kind of nice, but then sometimes I know for me, like, I'm glad to get back a little more into a routine. I'm not really there yet, but trying to. The house is still pretty messy. I've got Christmas stuff still out. So eventually I'll get to that and put it up. But I wanted to say to you, don't beat yourself up. My mom and I talk about this, that it's okay to celebrate. We see it in the Bible. It's actually biblical. There were festivals and times to celebrate. So it's okay, especially if you are celebrating Christmas and you believe in Jesus Christ. We want to say, of course, we're celebrating him. Of course, sometimes it turns into, you know, too many gifts and things like that. And like I said, we overeat or overspend. But really, it's okay to celebrate. So don't beat yourself up. We just kind of have to pick ourselves back up if we overdid it. And maybe ask for forgiveness and and for some help, you know, next year not to do that. But it's okay. And there is this balance, you know, as I was thinking about that, as we end kind of one year and we go into another one, I was thinking about that scripture in Ecclesiastes 3, which I always think of a song um, as I think of it, a time to be born, a time to die. I know that was really horrible. I'm sorry you had to hear that, but maybe you know that song. And so I just wanted to read these few verses here in Ecclesiastes 3. There are eight verses here. And it's um, the title here, Everything Has Its Time. So it starts out, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, A time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to gain and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. So eight verses there, but I think it's really good, you know, to think of that and remember that, especially as we end one year and go into another year and maybe we've we've been very celebratory or maybe we've been the opposite. Now we're celebrating because we feel like we're starting over and we're kind of ending maybe a place that was hard. And we're hoping that this year is going to be better. And we kind of go into a new year sometimes really hopeful. And we can make those New Year's resolutions, which 
statistically, maybe you know, and I've heard that they we don't do too well with that. And, and normally by what is it, the second or fourth week, we've already blown it. And then we're like, oh, here I go again. And we're depressed. So I really think it's good not to do the resolutions. They're too overwhelming. It's hard for us to keep them. So I think it's better that we just pray for direction and guidance. You know, God, what Bible plan would you want me to read this year or or not read? Is there something you want to show me? Do you want me to read a book? Do you want me to do this or that? And, you know, health-wise, do I need to change something? I think that's good. It's it's good to to question that and talk to the Lord and think about it. But maybe don't do the resolutions because we just might not stick with it. But maybe you're good about sticking with it. So, you know, who am I to say anything? But there's definitely this balance that we have to remember, like scripture talks about that. There's a time for this and a time for that. Um, And so we just have to um, kind of think about that. Sometimes it's a little bit of both. You know, maybe we're celebrating um, and there's something else going on. And so there's kind of this happiness and sadness at the same time. And and so the the peace that holds it all together in our lives should be Jesus Christ. And he can help us. He can help us when life feels overwhelming. But I wanted to say to you today, especially as we go into a new, new year, not to add something more if you're already like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do because the Lord has to show you that ultimately. And he will if we're patient and and we come to him, right, and we're really trusting in him, he will show us the right path to take. But I wanted to just free you up, you know, and this is for me as well. The Lord reminded me of this. So I actually wrote it down. I could just read it. Um, But he reminded me just, you know, don't go by your feelings because they can lie to you. And to be honest, at the end of, of Christmas, or right after it, I was just like, oh, I just was feeling blah, feeling bad. I think I had a little bit of a cold or something. So there was that. But it was also just overeating and I overspent and just all the things, you know, just feels kind of crazy and you're going here and there. And I don't even do that much as, as a lot of people do. But I just was feeling drained and overwhelmed and I hadn't spent time with the Lord. Um, because, you know, you tend to be busier sometimes and especially during the holidays and the family was here and so I didn't spend that quality time. And so all those things mixed together began to feel overwhelming. And then, you know, your mind, oh, everything's wrong. And I was like, wait a minute. The Lord reminded me, you don't have to go by your feelings the way you feel right now. And I talk about that a lot on this podcast. And you might know it, but I think we need that reminder over and over again. And scripture does that. It reminds us that we don't have to go by our feelings we can be transformed by the renewing of our mind if we allow that to happen. You know, our feelings will lie to us. They'll say, oh, I mean, they're great, right? We can have wonderful feelings of elation. We're happy and there's joy. But there's this other side, right, where maybe we are tired. And then that's another thing I would say, maybe for you too, I was staying up later and sleeping in. And so the sleep schedule is off. So all these things, you know, kind of combined are a sickness and And you just, oh, everything's wrong, (laughs) you know. But we have to remember, and this is what the Lord reminded me, that the real battle is not of flesh and blood, just how we feel, but it's this spiritual battle. And Satan is good at his job, and he has come, maybe you know it, and I've said it many times, to steal, to kill, and destroy. 
He wants to mess things up and he wants nothing more than this year in 2023 for you to be run by your feelings and every emotion that comes your way. He wants you to feel like nothing is right, that praying will do nothing, but that is a lie. So yes, Satan has come to do those things, but Jesus has come that we might have life and have it, what? More abundantly to the full. He gives everlasting life. So what do we do? What do we do this year? Well, we stay in the word of God, scripture. I might sound like a broken record on this podcast, but I just know it to be true. And maybe you do as well. And we need to remind each other to stay in the word of God. Stand on the truth of what he says, not by what everyone says, not by how we feel, because a lot of things will happen this year. In 2023, I can say that to you. Things are going to happen this year in your life or in someone else's life or in the world, on the news. We're going to see things that are going to be hard. We're not going to feel good at times. And I'm not trying to be negative here. But I believe we know that. If you're older than 10 years old, you probably know that life can be really hard. But we can stay in the word of God and stand on what God says, his truth. So we focus on the father and we look through things. Father filtered, how does God see this? And if we don't know, we pray, we talk to him, and we keep going back to him. Oh, I'm preaching to me because I can easily want to give up, and I can easily worry, and I can easily be distracted and busy. Life is so overwhelming. But we can come to Jesus. He says, come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And his rest, what does that look like? Well, maybe we need to have him show us that because we don't know how to rest, not just sleep, not just sit, but how do we have this peace and joy? He has to show us that. And a lot of times we are weak. We feel weak. But remember, as scripture says, when we're weak, we're strong because his power is resting on us. We're not trusting in ourselves. We're not believing that we can do it all. We realize we're weak, but he is strong and he's strong enough. Praise God for the both of us. He can help us in our weakness. And I love that David, King David said in the Bible, I feel weak and I'm anointed. So he knew he was the anointed king. But he still felt weak. And we are anointed. If we are a child of God, we are a child of God. We are an heir to Christ. But we can still have these moments where we feel weak. I probably don't need to tell you that, right? Maybe you were very weak in 2022 and you had a lot going on and you're tired. You're going into another year. You're not feeling happy like, ooh, it's going to be a great year. You're like, here we go again. And I think a lot of us feel that way. A lot of us are just holding a lot. There's a weight on our shoulders. And sometimes it even is like a physical weight, right? It's our backs hurting, our knees. We have headaches. We, we're carrying things that we were never meant to carry. I know I do it. But if we could just remember this, 
that Jesus loves you. It's so simple. God loves you. He really does. Even if you've messed up, even if you're going to mess up tomorrow, he actually loves you. Don't doubt that. And your doubt doesn't define him. Maybe you have doubted him and you've had unbelief. Now that's not good and we see God hated it. But that doesn't define who he is. Because as we know, as scripture says, he is the great I am. He is the present God. He's here now. Praise be to God. Praise for that. He is powerful and he is amazing and he is magnificent. He is a beautiful, beautiful father. And maybe you have been holding on to things. You, you can't seem to let it go. And maybe you've been criticized or, or you've just felt like you're not good enough. And I understand that. And we can be really critical of other people. You know, we're, we're pretty good at that, right? Are you good at being critical of other people? <laughs> I wanted to read um, a few verses here. You know, as I was thinking about our relationship with the Lord and how he loves us, but I also began to think how critical we can be of other people. And, and this year, you know, we need help here. God help us to care about other people, to see people like you do. We need his help in that. And I came across some verses in scripture found in Romans 14 that I've read before, but I really like the message version. Maybe you don't and you would think, oh, that's not a good version. Well, I'm going to read a few verses. Close your ears if you don't like it or or stop it now. But um, I think it just speaks to us. You know, like I've said before, it speaks to me where I can understand it. <laughs> so... Let me read um, quite a few verses here. And actually, I'm going to take a sip of my drink here. Please forgive me. Um, <clears throat> but I can tell my... <laughs> I'm gonna have a, I don't want to have a scratchy throat. So hold on. Okay. I'm sorry about that. So this is Romans 14. And let's cultivate good relationships. That is the title here in my Bible. So it says, welcome with open arms, fellow believers who don't see things the way that you do and don't jump all over them every time they do or say something you don't agree with. Hello, social media. <laughs> we can do this. Lord, help us this year. We can get better. <laughs> Even when it seems that they are strong in opinions, but weak in the faith department. Remember, they have their own history to deal with. Treat them gently. I just want to stop there. I just like that a lot. Remember, they have their own history to deal with. Treat them gently. We're all at a different place. We have all been through different things, right? So, oh, Jesus, help us to remember that. For instance, a person who has been around for a while might well be convinced that he can eat anything on the table, while another with a different background might assume he should only be a vegetarian and eat accordingly. But since both are guests at Christ's table, wouldn't it be terribly rude if they fell to criticizing what the other ate or didn't eat? God, after all, invited them both to the table. Do you have any business crossing people off the guest list or interfering with God's welcome? 
If there are corrections to be made or manners to be learned, God can handle that without your help. And I do want to pause here. Of course, this is Holy Scripture and I'm not adding anything, but I think we do know that God uses us. And we see that, you know, other places in Scripture uses people. So there will be times, right, where God might have you say something or if you're praying about it, he'll have you speak to someone. But we don't need to go into situations right right away as, well, we have all the answers and and not consult the Lord. So kind of a disclaimer there, I felt like to say. <clears throat> and I continue, verse 5. Or say, one person thinks that some days should be set aside as holy and another thinks that each day is pretty much like any other. There are good reasons either way. So each person is free to follow the convictions of conscience. What's important in all this is that if you keep a holy day, keep it for God's sake. If you eat meat, eat it to the glory of God and thank God for prime rib. If you're a vegetarian, eat vegetables to the glory of God and thank God for broccoli. Pause. Although I don't know how that's all you can eat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you're a, ve a vegetarian or vegan, wow, I give you credit. I don't know how you do it. None of us are permitted to insist on our own way in these matters. It's God we are answerable to, all the way from life to death and everything in between, not each other. That's why Jesus lived and died and then lived again, so that he could be our master across the entire range of life and death and free us from the petty tyrannies of each other. So where does that leave you when you criticize a brother? And where does that leave you when you condescend to a sister? I'd say it leaves you looking pretty silly or worse. Eventually, we're all going to end up kneeling side by side in the place of judgment, facing God. Your critical and condescending ways aren't going to improve your position there one bit. Read it for yourself in scripture. As I live and breathe, God says, every knee will bow before me. Every tongue will tell the honest truth that I and only I am God. So I want to stop there. That part that says your critical and condescending ways aren't going to improve your position there one bit. To me, um, that just convicts me. You know, I can be really critical and condescending. I don't know if you can be. It's not a good thing. It's sin. But we really need God to help us there because it's so easy to be critical. It's so easy to look at other people and say, oh, they should be doing this or I don't like this. But we need Jesus to help us to love like he loves. And as it says here, as I keep going, so mind your own business. You've got your hands full just taking care of your own life before God. Amen to that. <laughs> Forget about deciding what's right for each other. Here's what you need to be concerned about, that you don't get in the way of someone else making life more difficult than it already is. I'm convinced, Jesus convinced me, that everything as it is in itself is holy. We, of course, by the way we treat it or talk about it, can contaminate it. If you confuse others by making a big issue over what they eat or don't eat, you're no longer a companion with them in love, are you? These, remember, are persons for whom Christ died. Would you risk sending them to hell over an item in their diet? Don't you dare let a piece of God-blessed food become an occasion of soul poisoning. Wow. Read that again. Don't you dare let a piece of God-blessed food become an occasion of soul poisoning. Wow. 
God's kingdom isn't a matter of what you put in your stomach, for goodness sake. It's what God does with your life as he sets it right, puts it together, and completes it with joy. Your task is to single-mindedly serve Christ. Do that, and you'll kill two birds with one stone, pleasing the God above you and proving your worth to the people around you. And I could keep reading. I just, I don't want this to go too long. So I'll just say a couple more things. Um, so yeah, it says um, in verse 19, so let's agree to use all our energy in getting along with each other, help others with encouraging words, don't drag them down by finding fault. So like I said, I could keep going. It's really good, but I'll just stop there. So yes, Jesus, we need help encouraging others Help us, Lord, not to drag people down this year. Help us not to be critical and condescending. And help us, Lord, to have this balance, to know when to celebrate and when to maybe not celebrate. And help us, Lord, to get healthy this year. Maybe we didn't take care of ourselves this year, not just with our food choices, but maybe we didn't drink enough water. Maybe we're not sleeping enough. Maybe we're not exercising. All these things, Lord, that we can do that really aren't honoring to you with our bodies and with our minds, maybe some things we've been watching or listening to. Lord, help us to listen to you this year above everything else that can come our way. And I pray for anyone listening. Maybe they're feeling overwhelmed as this new year starts. Maybe not. Maybe they're doing okay, and I'm so grateful for that. But for anyone who is feeling like, oh, I don't know what to do this year, and I want to do this Bible plan. Maybe I want to start reading my Bible, and I don't know where to start, or I want to do this exercise program. Maybe maybe I'll join a gym, whatever it is, or eating healthier. There's so many things, which is great, Lord, and you see that in our heart that we really do want to make honorable changes so often. So I pray that we would remember, Lord, to turn to you and listen and wait patiently for you to respond. That's hard to do. I'm speaking to me here, Lord, but help us to be patient and wait for direction because we don't always know which way to go. And so I pray that you would help us, Lord, and guide us this year. And we would remember to listen to you and to love people. Lord, you want us to love other people. So help us to remember we're meeting people at all different points in life. And there's history behind these people that we meet. We all have a history. And so God, help us to remember that and to be loving, to be more loving this year, Jesus, to you and to others. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. Amen. And thank you, everyone, who has listened to this podcast. May you be blessed this year. Please come back and join me. Um, I've been thinking, I I don't know all the way, maybe I'll um, do two podcasts a week. I'm not sure yet. I don't want to commit because I don't know. Like I said, you know, we have to wait for direction. But I'm just kind of thinking about that, maybe doing a podcast. Um, Another one, it might probably won't be as long, um, but more on like the health, health side, you know, Maybe, and like I said, I'm no expert. I don't know all the the um, best ways to do everything. I'm just a, a person, you know, with opinions. <laughs> but, um, you know, just sharing some things. Maybe the Lord's putting on my heart with just ways to eat better and things like that. So, and I might do that. I don't know yet. Don't want to commit, but, or, you know, say that's going to be yet. But 
Um, I do hope to talk a little bit more about that because that was really the idea of this podcast. And I didn't do that as much last year because, well, Jesus is the best, okay? So I just talked about him. <laughs> but um, I know that side is important as well because we have a, our spiritual um, health, but also our physical, and that's important as well. So um, like I said, thank you so much for joining me, and I will talk to you soon. God bless you. Take care.